This is KZSU Stanford, 90.1 FM. This is your DJ Ramsey with you today for a very special summer edition of my regular show, Arabology. As you know, I've been away for the summer, and I welcome this opportunity to be with you today on a very special sort of unscheduled uh, episode of Arabology. I wanted to say, uh, to wish Shadeka the best. She'll be with you uh, next week for her regular spot, of course. We all say a big hello to Deca and uh, all Deca fans out there. I uh, hope I will be able to fill in. I, I know I have huge shoes to fill, but in any case, I am very, very happy to be with you and to take you on a trip through the Arabic-speaking world. And what better way to do that than to begin with a song called Bil Arabi, which means in Arabic. Here's Asi El Halani and Bil Arabi right on KZSU Stanford. 90.1 FM on the Arabology Show with your DJ Ramsey. I'll be with you until uh, nine, uh, wait, 8 p.m. today. All right. Thanks for joining me. Here's Alsi.
بعد غير من الآخر مش طلبي حبك مش طلبي بدك انت ممثل شاطر مش متلي بغار وعصبي
Wow, that was Jordanian band uh, Jadal, and uh, they are amazing. This was uh, taken from their album Arabic Rocks, and this is so. This album has sort of defined, I guess, uh, rock music in Amman, Jordan. Uh, it's probably one of the few bands that are actually doing uh, or attempting to do Arabic rock and roll. Anyway, the group's name is Jadal, and the song you just heard was called Salma, and we began this uh, today's show with a song called Bil Arabi and Bil Arabi means in Arabic and so uh, that song was by Asil Halani, a Lebanese uh, singer and it was uh, kind of a nice way to start a show called Arabology which attempts to take you all over the Arabic speaking world with uh, yours truly uh, DJ Ramsey I'm uh, usually I have a regular spot for Arabology but I am uh, off for the summer and I came in today for a very special uh, episode of Arabology and also to sub for our wonderful DJ Decca, who will be with you next week for her show. So hopefully you'll stay tuned for that. Now, what's going on in terms of, uh, well, uh, the Arab world and Arab-American affairs and uh, and everything this show is kind of interested in? Well, uh, the biggest news of all, ladies and gentlemen, is that we are currently in Ramadan. I don't know how many people out here know this, but uh, this is a very holy month for Muslims all over the world because this is the month where uh, uh, most uh, Muslims uh, fast and uh, that's something that's kind of uh, universal in the Islamic world uh, but uh, here in America it's a little bit harder I hear and so uh, to uh, to demonstrate uh, that fact I have with me in the studio none other than Ahmad Q. Ahmad Ahlan wa Sahlan Ahlan and Ramadan Mubarak uh, Allah uh, so uh, I, uh, I I wanted to say, uh, Ahmad, that first of all, I salute you for fasting for Ramadan, because it's one thing to do it when you're back in the Middle East, and it's another thing to do it when you're here in the United States. So first of all, how are you feeling? <laughs> I'm really exhausted, and it's really hard here in the States, because back in uh, Jordan, I remember that. I used to go to the to the office, being, being uh, in Ramadan, there is like, being like everybody else, you know, everybody's mm-hmm. fasting, mm-hmm. everybody is taking it easy, everything goes slow, you go late to the work, you leave early. I mean, but here, I mean, uh, it's not like considered any uh, the different than other, than other, other month. Right. So uh, it's really hard here. Other than that, uh, uh, what's Ramadan? Uh, Maybe I should define what's Ramadan for the people before I keep talking about it. Absolutely. Uh, Well, uh, for Muslims, Ramadan is the ninth month of the uh, Islamic calendar. And uh, Muslims worldwide uh, observe the month of uh, fasting, which is Ramadan. And uh, it's regarded as one of the five pillars of uh, Islam. Oh, wow. And this month lasts like for uh, tw- 29 to 30 days based on the visual uh, sighting of the crescent moon according to numerous biographical... I see. So, Ahmad, this visions, year, what, yeah. uh, what, uh, what, when did Ramadan uh, start officially this, this year? This year, it has started uh, on the 20th. Of, of July. July. Of yeah. July. So it has been like uh, 11 days wow. so far. So you've been fasting for 11 mm-hmm. days so mm-hmm. far. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So I'm not supposed to eat. I'm not supposed to drink. And 
I'm not supposed to do do uh, anything intimate as well. <laughs> okay. And, yeah. Uh, but but that's that's not 24 hours. That's just that's uh, from uh, sunrise from dawn till sunset. To, okay. So the difference between uh, here in the states and uh, back in Jordan that uh, the day here is longer, mm-hmm. longer maybe two or three hours more, wow. which is which exhausts me more. Yeah, because because you, I mean you're you're fasting all day. Yeah, you're like what time do you start the fast? From dawn, like four four uh, thirty four thirty a.m. Wow, so so that not nothing to eat, drink, uh, no no smoking, nothing after four <laughs> thirty a.m. Nothing, and then uh, and so you're fasting the entire day, and and then what? When do you get to break your fast? When do you get to eat the iftar? On sunset time, which is eight uh, eight twenty five, eight twenty, something like that p.m. Right. right. Yeah. Wow. So that's a really, really long day. And by the time, I mean eight thirty p.m. and you've been <laughs> fasting know, since four thirty. Really no wonder you're you feel a little bit drab today. I feel oh, dizzy <laughs> and tired and. And but, yet here you are on the air speaking to our listeners. <laughs> yeah, but wh- why would people do that? People might wonder why why to suffer, why to go through this during this month? Why don't you like uh, take a break and delay one or two three days and oh, fast really? later? Are you able to do? I mean, no, are you allowed uh, uh, to um, do that? Uh, people might do that if they have an excuse, but why 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 they don't do that? It's that the. Uh, the uh, they believe the Muslims believe that uh, the deeds are multiplied, which calls uh, the sawab, which is rewards. Also, they are multiplied during the month. So fasting during this month is more blessed. Wow. Wow. Okay. And um, and so um, I wanted to kind of make it a little bit more cultural, too, because one of the things that uh, goes on in Ramadan, and I think you can be in any of the, you know, 20 plus Arabic speaking countries on earth, and this you cannot escape, is something called the Ramadan series. And we're talking about television series here, right, uh, Ahmad? Yeah. Can you kind of explain to people what happens in Ramadan in terms of television? I mean, all over every Arabic house. Without- as I told you that in the <laughs> Middle East, Ramadan is totally a different uh, period. Why, why is that? Because most of the people just take it easy. They don't do much. Uh, most of the people just stay at home, sleep, watch TV. Everything goes slow. Everybody's like lazy. So most of the people, what they do, they do more prayers and they recite more Quran, you know. Right. But... I mean, you have a lot of time to spend at home, you know, and mm-hmm. you cannot go out and hang out. It's, it's going to be like hard for you to go anywhere. So what do you do? Just sit at home and watch the TV. Mm-hmm. And this give a chance to uh, the uh, film industry to uh, be more prosperous uh, during this month mm-hmm. uh, i mean um, so the they're kind of capitalizing on the fact that people are home are home exactly so and most of the, the people are just like sitting and watching tv and spending now i think most of the people they don't like recite quran and do prayers most of the time they just watch tv right. rather than right you know, and uh, i'm yeah. sorry ahmed but i was also wanted to tell the listeners that um you know the work day is actually shorter right i Much, mean people, yeah, like people don't maybe go Three hours or yeah. two hours uh, less. So there's more hours to watch TV. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, one of the... Uh, well, what, do you know any of the series this year? Like what's... You know, you're, you're a 20-some-year-old uh, uh, TV watcher. <laughs> Arabic TV watcher. Well, uh, uh, what, what are the current series? Like what, what nice are people watching? What's nice about this month that it doesn't just indulge the historical uh, or Islamic uh, series only. It does. 
it does in a really well uh, like uh, well known one also but it also includes drama and tragedy series right. that keeps people in touch with it you know right. for for some people the historical uh, series might be like uh, okay i know that why, why to watch it you know right. but for uh, other series it might be more interesting to sit and watch uh, like uh, for for historical uh, series uh, uh, there's one to mention it has been uh, produced this year it's called Omar Oh, Omar, Omar, Omar okay, bin yes. Al-Khattab, one of the Prophet friends. Uh, oh, wow. So this is this is a huge a huge industry. Figure. No, I no, mean, no. But I mean, Omar yeah. uh, bin Al-Khattab, is that, that's a really, really huge story. Yeah. Well, what do we know about him, Ahmed? Like, I mean, without getting into too much detail. Uh, well, he is one of the Prophet friends and he is one of the most uh, prominent leaders that uh, led the Khilafat uh, after the Prophet, peace be upon him died uh, and uh, he did a lot he, yeah. he 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 did a lot to to the islamic uh, society uh, back then and till the moment people are like uh, talking about what he used to do and uh, they learn from uh, whatever he used to do and uh, this uh, every year there must be a historical uh, series about uh, one of the main characters in the Islamic um, uh, history. Right. So how how uh, you know how uh, apropos is it to actually have one called Omar? So this is a series that what lasts uh, thirty days. I mean, uh, one episode a day around, for around thir- thirty days. But I don't know days. actually uh, about uh, this series. Uh, it might take maybe maybe thirty-two days because people might stay at home and watch during the Eid, which sure, is the vacation sure. or the holiday that comes after the And I, I don't know uh, if I'm month. mistaken here, Ahmad, but it seems to me that this is sort of a high-budget series, Omar. Really? Right? I mean, uh, the graphics uh, in it, it's just like watching uh, the movie 300. Did you see it? Ah, uh, no. <laughs> yeah, it's like a huge industry and uh, right. much money has been spent on it. Well, how about moving to uh, less uh, religious, uh, ap- um, how do you say, TV series, this Ramadan? Well, there what are, are the so hottest many. shows to watch um, or the most popular shows to watch? There are like hundreds of series, but to mention here, uh, there is one series I'm watching called... Uh, the female cousins, Banat al Am in Arabic. Banat al Am. Yeah. The female uh, cousins. That's a good. Uh, yeah. Are they cousins on the dad's side or the mom's side? Mom's side. Uh, see, in, in Arabic, we have a word for uncle and uh, cousin from each side. Not like English, you just say cousin, <laughs> we don't know what. <laughs> anyway, so, so it's a series called Banat al Am. And there the, is. Uh, the girl cousins, I guess. Yeah. The, yeah, uh, well, yeah. Uh, and you're watching that one? Yeah, almost every day. And there's another one that uh, uh, is much more uh, popular nowadays. It's called. Uh, Hikayat uh, Banat. Wow. Yeah, Hikayat Banat. Why is this uh, movie very famous? Because it's... Uh, yeah, it's feature. not a movie, right? Uh, sorry, it's, it's a, a TV series. series. Yeah. TV yeah. series, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm fasting. No, so that's I'm okay. Not, we totally uh, understand. <laughs> <laughs> yes, go ahead. So this this series, Hikayat Banat, means the stories of girls. Oh, it's wow. just, uh, It's a series about four, four girls from uh, mid-class... Uh, uh, mid-class society and uh, f- uh, one of these uh, girls a uh, very popular and famous uh, Jordanian actress her name is Saba Saba Mbarak so uh, this series is about uh, four girls having like a big ambition but their families and society's uh, restrictions does not allow them to uh, do whatever they want and they fall in love uh, they uh, switch uh, jobs and uh, I mean there are a lot of things that going on with them wow. 
but uh, through this series, you might understand how it's difficult for uh, four different girls in uh, one society to do whatever they want wow. in such a Middle Eastern uh Background. Strict, maybe yeah. you can say, Atmosphere. community, and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. So uh, I mean, it sounds uh, very melodramatic. It sounds very addictive in a way. And mm-hmm. uh, are you watching that one, or are you just sticking to the girl cousin one? Well, I don't have much time to watch <laughs> now because I'm not in Jordan. If I was in Jordan, I would You'd be watching more them all. Well, uh, Ahmed, yeah. I thought it might be a good idea to actually play the theme song oh, yeah. from the uh, from the TV series Hikayat uh, al-Banat. Hikayat al-Banat. Hikayat al-Banat, which means girl stories. Exactly. And uh, the song is actually called Sikak al-Banat. Have you heard that song? Sikak, yeah. It's sung by Nancy Ajram, I believe, right? Nancy Ajram, none other than the Lebanese uh, songbird, Nancy Ajram. Charming voice. And so she sings the theme to the series that is currently playing all over Arabic television via satellite and otherwise. So uh, why don't we listen to that, Ahmad? Yeah, Sikak al-Banat. Sikak al-Banat means the... Railways, maybe, of the girls or the tracks of girls, you can say. I'll take that. Yeah. And uh, certainly we want to wish all our listeners out there, and especially our Muslim listeners, uh, a blessed month of Ramadan. We say Ramadan Kareem. Ramadan Kareem. And we also say Ramadan Mubarak. Exactly. And so uh, I hope everybody out there, whether you're fasting or not, are enjoying the show we have. And in uh, honor of Ramadan, we're going to play a song from Ramadan series this is as uh, as um, uh, I don't know as contemporary as I can get here <laughs> on the Arabology show Ahmad Q thank you so much well, for your insight you. and uh, I don't know what to say you know I, I'm not fasting myself because as you know I'm not Muslim although I have the greatest regard for Islam but uh, but I certainly um, uh, feel with you and I know that by 8.30 you're going to be having a nice iftar inshallah with uh, with good food and drink so yeah, it's gonna uh, feel like heaven then. yeah and yeah. S- stay steadfast stay steadfast thank you all right well here's nancy azram and sikak uh, al from the hikayat al-banat series ahmad shukran again Ahlan.
That was uh, Nancy Ashram and a song called Sikak uh, Banat. And uh, that's, of course, the theme song to uh, a show called Hikayat Banat. And that's uh, a series currently playing uh, all over the, uh, well, Arabic speaking TV, let's put it that way, all over the Middle East. And uh, I guess it's a very uh, addicting series from what I hear. Uh, this is uh, the Arabology show on a very special summer edition. I'm your DJ Ramsey, and I'll be with you until 8 p.m. today. I'm very glad you were able to join me on this, uh, well, impromptu uh, edition of Arabology, and uh, hopefully I will be back with you in the fall for a regular time slot for my show, which attempts to take you all over the Arabic-speaking world and try to surprise you with the uh, wide array uh, of uh, songs and music that's being uh, recorded and released in that region of the world. Cell phones, tablets, and laptops are everywhere today, and they all use rechargeable batteries. These batteries are not only rechargeable, they're also recyclable. Yet way too many end up in our landfills where they can harm the environment. Call to Recycle.org accepts cell phones and rechargeable batteries, keeping them out of landfills and recovering precious metals to create new batteries, all at no charge to you. For more information and a list of collection, collection locations, visit calltorecycle.org. That's call, the number two, recycle.org. This is KZSU, Stanford, 90.1 FM, and uh, we are going to continue with our uh, little uh, trip here all over the Arabic-speaking uh, uh, world. But uh, first, I wanted to uh, alert you to some uh, uh, of the uh, concerts going on uh, around town uh, today, uh, Tuesday, July 31st uh, at uh, 8 p.m. and at 9 p.m. today at Brick and Mortar Music Hall. Well, there's a kissing party, Bam Bam and Party Owl. This is a 21 and over show, ladies and gentlemen. Also at the Catalyst, that's Atrium and Santa Cruz, uh, in Santa Cruz, beautiful city, uh, we have the Hood Internet, Psalm 1 and Time. Tanya Morgan. This is an 18 and over show. And at the Elbow Room in San Francisco, Elbow, E-L-B-O, we have uh, the Razor Skyline, Drop Black Sky, DJ Kit. And this one is a uh, 21 and over show. And, uh, well, if uh, you are not over 18 or over 21, well, here are some events that are uh, for all ages. And uh, so tonight at the uh, Bottom of the hill in San Francisco, we have La Montagne and uh, Fever Charm and Animal Super Species. So this show is for everybody, and it is at 9 p.m. at the bottom of the hill in San Francisco. We also have uh, Disco Volante in Oakland. Well, what's going on at Disco Volante in Oakland? Well, we have 
J Standards Jazz Trio at 8 p.m. And again, this show is for all ages. So here are just some of the happenings going on, uh, well, in the Bay Area and, and the Stanford area for uh, tonight, uh, Tuesday, July 31st. Hopefully, though, you're, uh, whether you're in your car or whether you're at home, you'll continue listening to me until 8 p.m. This is uh, DJ Ramsey. The show is Arabology. And I thought we would, uh, well, slow things down a little bit and uh, take you to uh, the world of Yasmin Hamdan. Yasmin Hamdan is, uh, well, she's almost so famous you could just call her Yasmin and people know who you're talking about, has released an amazing self-titled CD. Um, and uh, that CD has been getting rave reviews and has really uh, sort of revolutionized the alternative music scene, not only in the Arabic-speaking world, but in Europe and uh, eventually in the U.S. Yasmin Hamdan's self-titled CD cements the solo career for this Lebanese female vocalist who's already achieved much musical success as part of such Arab alternative bands as Soap Kills and Yes. In this album, she includes new songs, and she also takes old Arabic classics and re-records them with her own voice while making them distinctly experimental, grungy, sometimes disturbing, yet completely appealing. Have I piqued your interest? Well, how about if I tell you that the CD is produced by Mark Colin. I think uh, that's a winning combo. And to demonstrate that, we're going to listen to a track from Yasmin Hamdan's brand new CD. It is called Badin. And Badin in Arabic means, uh, well, in English, it means uh, afterwards. Here's Yasmin Hamdan and Badin on the Arabology Show. i 
لما تودعنيش لو حبيت تغيب خلي قلبي نام وغيب بلا شكل مغيب غيب وين تغيب وإذا وشك ضاع في بسفات الليل خليها الراح الليل يكون من غير وداع يمكن تعتش راحي وتخلطني رياحي ونظنك في جناحي ساكن من الريش لما تودعنيش لما تودعنيش لا ما تودعنيش لما تودعنيش ولا ودعني خلي دموعي تذرف خلي قلبي يضعف إذا ودعتني فما من الأشجار اللي يعطي ثمرات أحلى لما يبات بعيد على الأمطار ويا ما شفت قلوب كي تضعف وتذوب تفيض عالدروب وتخلي الحلم يعيش لا ما تودعنيش لما تودعنيش لما تودعنيش لما تودعنيش لما تودعنيش ودعك يبكيني يفضح دمعي طعيني وعيني ما تخبيش خليلي اوهامي تصورلي بسماتك وتحكيلي حكاياتك يا قدامي خلينا على بابك نسأل صمت غيابك نتخيل جوابك كأنك ما غبتش تودعنيش لا ما تودعنيش لا ما تودعنيش لا ما That was uh, Mariam Labidi, pronounced uh, Mariam Labidi, and a song called Matwadanish. Well, if the uh, melody to this song sounded familiar, that's because this is the Arabic version, or one of the Arabic versions, of the uh, very famous uh, song uh, originally made famous by Jacques Brel, who was a French singer, a legendary French singer, and the title in French was Ne me quitte pas, which translates into uh, Don't leave me. The Arabic version, called Matwadanish, kind of uh, translates into the same thing. It means uh, Don't say goodbye to me. And uh, certainly that's only one Arabic version, uh, as far as I know, of uh, two uh, Arabic versions for the Jacques Brel translated song. The other one, ladies and gentlemen, is by none other than the uh, Lebanese group, alternative music group, uh, Mashrua Layla, and that song, uh, that their version of um, Ne Me in Arabic was uh, translated as Matitrikni Haik, and that one is not available on CD. However, they, the band has been performing that live version of the song during their concerts, most recently in Switzerland, and so uh, we look forward to hearing the Mashrua Layla version, hopefully on uh, 
CD. Uh, one of these days, maybe on their next album. I'm just saying, if Masrur Layla is listening, I would strongly advise you to do so. But the version you heard, of course, Matwad Danish was by Mariam Al Abidi, who is an Algerian singer and um, who's recorded uh, many Arabic songs in French and sometimes French uh, songs in Arabic. And so she's a pretty good uh, singer, as you could hear. And she does a good uh, job of conveying the emotion of the uh, of the song. Well, um, ladies and gentlemen, before that, you heard Sumaya Balbaki and a song called Ya Ashiqat Al Wardi, which means uh, "Lover of the Roses." So, if you'd like roses, you must have enjoyed that a very romantic song. And we began the set with the one and only Yasmin Hamdan, whose album is. Uh, well, getting quite a bit of airplay here on KZSU. Um, and uh, the song we heard was called Ba'adain, which means afterwards. And there you go, ladies and gentlemen, just a little sample of the many, many kinds of songs that are currently uh, coming out of the Arabic-speaking world at a world at a time of uh, revolutions and uh, tragic uh, wars and, uh, and a lot of uh, sort of instability in the region. One uh, must feel comforted by the amount of music that is coming out. Music, uh, hopefully, is uh, one of the ways to peace in the region, and that's what we all hope for. The mission of Make It Right is to be a catalyst for redevelopment of the Lower Ninth Ward, a New Orleans neighborhood devastated by Hurricane Katrina. The group's focus is on the construction of green, affordable housing. To do this, they work with local neighborhood-led coalitions to ensure the area retains its original character, allowing former residents to return to help support their efforts please visit www.makeitrightnola.org that's makeitrightnola.org the show is Arabology, and it's coming up to 7 p.m. right here on KZSU Stanford 90.1 FM. My name is uh, DJ Ramsey, and uh, I will be with you until 8 p.m. for this very special edition of my show, Arabology. I, uh, I'm subbing today for Decca, of course, who has the regular time slot. Decca should be back uh, next week, of course, so uh, any Decca listeners out there, please do not despair. She will be back. And uh, hopefully you've enjoyed some of the uh, different uh, Arabic-speaking uh, uh, music that uh, that I uh, have been playing here. Hopefully it didn't sound too foreign to you. Now, if it did, then I would uh, suggest uh, going to zookeeper.stanford.edu and, uh, and there you'll be able to, um, to see uh, the spelling of uh, some of the songs or some of the artists I know. I was kind of uh, saying their names very quickly. And there are sounds in Arabic that just cannot be written down in English. So <laughs> there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Well, I'm uh, delighted to be with you on this uh, Tuesday uh, evening and reminding everybody that next week, uh, next Tuesday, Deca will be back for her show at the Café Bohemian. And that's uh, it's where French jazz buys Japanese 
pop a shot of abstinence before going to a tango club. Ah, at the Cafe Bohemian is what the rest of the world is listening to. So hopefully you'll be uh, joining Decca for uh, her show next Tuesday from uh, 6 p.m. until 8 uh, p.m. However, this week uh, you are stuck with me and the Arabology show uh, until uh, 8 p.m. right here on KZSU Stanford, 90.1 FM. Well, in starting the second part of the show, I thought let's go to someone who isn't very much of an alternative artist, let me be frank with you. She's known by one name. That name is Elisa. And Elisa is one of those singers who just is so romantic and uh, has been around for a long, long time. She's um, a beautiful person, both inside and out. And when she sings, she truly shines. However, she does have a huge recording contract and she signed up with Rotana, which is a huge record label all over the uh, Arabic world. And so uh, she's um, really not the kind kind of artist I usually try to highlight on the Arabology show, but this song of hers from her latest album, Asad Wahda, is so beautiful that I thought, hey, we need to play this because it combines like French accordion with uh, with the Arabic lyrics and it's all about love and the title of the song is Mitfa'la uh, and, uh, and uh, that's... Uh, that means in Arabic, optimistic. So how much uh, better can can life get than to listen to Elisa singing about optimism? The song Mitfa'la is taken from her brand new album called Asad Wahda. And here she is uh, starting off the second part of the Arabology show right here on KZSU Stanford 90.1 FM. Thank you for joining me. I'm your DJ Ramsey. And here we go with Elisa.
And that was uh, the one and only Tanya Saleh and a song called Hsebak. Hsebak Ba'lain. That kind of means, uh, you, I will deal with you later on. And uh, that was taken from uh, actually Tanya Saleh's first album, but it's also included on a compilation album called Radio Beirut. And that album uh, is uh, been getting has been getting uh, quite a bit of airplay here on KZSU Stanford 90.1 FM. Before Tanya Saleh, uh, we heard um, Hibal Mansouri and uh, a song called Ahwak. That song actually is a well, it's an old song that uh, Hibal Mansouri has re-recorded along with the assistance, to say the least, of the one and only Zaid Hamdan. Zaid Hamdan, a young musician from Lebanon who is uh, doing amazing things with uh, alternative Arabic music. He's been taking old classics and revamping them and re-recording them and getting these amazing new talents to uh, participate. He's the rights for movies, soundtracks. Uh, this kid uh, does everything. Uh, so uh, Zaid Hamdan is responsible for the uh, song you heard by Hebal Mansouri called Ahwak. And before that, a familiar tune, I'm sure to many of you, well, especially my generation, it was called Bambino. And it was a song by uh, a singer who's known as Fodel. And uh, in Arabic, I guess it would be pronounced Fadel. And uh, Fodel is a uh, French uh, North African uh, singer uh, who actually has made it huge in France and, uh, of course, in North Africa and all over the Arabic-speaking world. Frankly, his uh, version of Bambino is not original. Uh, it's actually a song that was released in the 50s by a uh, singer whose name was uh, Dalida, uh, God rest her soul. Dalida, uh, known by only one name, was a huge, huge singing uh, star and uh, cinema star as well uh, back in the 50s and the 60s and the 70s and the 80s. Tragically, her life ended in 1987 when she committed suicide in her uh, Montmartre apartment that's in Paris, France. She was, uh, well, this was in 1987, so she was in her uh, 50s, and uh, Dalida left a note upon that uh, very, very tragic day saying, forgive me, for life has begun unbearable. Uh, Dalida passed away in uh, 1987, but her music lives on, not only through remixes by her brother, whose name is Orlando, who's kind of remixed some of her old songs and keeps them alive to a whole new generation, but also by preserving all her recordings, which exists all over Europe, I think, uh, and the Middle East, uh, in terms of the original recordings by Dalida. And uh, Dalida was, uh, of course, her very first hit in the 50s was Bambino, and the version of Bambino you heard today on my show was not by Dalida, it was by Fodel. The difference is, Dalida's version was recorded in French, Fodel's version was in Arabic, and he is not the only one to have sung uh, the Arabic version of Bambino. I believe that credit goes to an amazing uh, Jewish singer. His name is Lili Bonish, and he recorded Bambino as well. And we began the set today with uh, the one and only Elisa, and from her brand new album, Asad Wahda, we heard a song called Mitfa'la, and Mitfa'la translates as 
optimistic. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen, just a little bit of the uh, wide array and melange of music coming to you from uh, the Arabic-speaking world, just to show you that despite the tumultuous nature of things over there, there still exists uh, a a very rich uh, uh, production of music and uh, cinema and film and such, so uh, feel free to check those out uh, if you like any of the singers I've been playing, and also uh, feel free to check out my my Facebook page for my show, Arabology. So just go to Arabology and you'll see me there, DJ Ramsey. So I welcome your comments and I welcome your opinions. If you're on Facebook, check it out. And uh, again, that's uh, Arabology. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'll be with you today until 8 p.m. for this special summer edition of my show, Arabology. And uh, reminding everybody that uh, at 8 p.m today we uh, to stay tuned for uh, the show that follows mine and that is of course the music treasury with gary musical portraits of historic personalities and their repertory especially those neglected or infrequently programmed works from classical music in all genres that's the music treasury with your dj gary coming to you this evening right after my show that's from 8 p.m until 10 p.m right here on kzsu stanford 90.1 fm I'm your DJ Ramsey. The show is Arabology. And I think uh, it's time for a little bit of uh, Darin Hamze. What do you think, ladies and gentlemen? Well, if you're going Darin who? Darin Hamze, boy, she is an actress, a Lebanese actress, who actually can sing. And who knew that? Well, I did, because I was able to watch a movie called The Beirut Hotel. Uh, and uh, that's a very controversial Lebanese movie that was released uh, recently. And unfortunately, that movie has been banned by the censors in Lebanon. And uh, so the soundtrack, though, is not banned. And you can hear the soundtrack and you can hear Darin Hamze on the soundtrack. So although Darin Hamze is an amazing actress in her own rights, I was um, so impressed by her renditions of old classics that she's re-recorded with a very haunting, uh, uh, fashion and uh, and that's uh, those kind of songs are included on the Beirut Hotel soundtrack. So the singer you're about to hear, her name is, uh, is I don't want to say actress turned singer because she's still acting, uh, but actress and singer Darin Hamze and her version of an old classic called Ya Zahratan Fi Khayali, O Flower of My Imagination. Boy, that song takes me back to many, many days. Decades ago, I think it actually goes back to my father's generation. It was originally recorded by, uh, well, and written and, and, and recorded by uh, Muhammad Abdel Wahab. Boy, is that a master of classic, classical Arabic music. And, uh, or actually, as a, he's a living, well, he's a legend. Let me just put it that way. All right. And just when you think that the next song is not, um, can't get any more exciting, well, how about I throw in Zayt Hamdan, the young musician that I spoke about earlier? 
earlier in the show. Well, he actually produced the track uh, or produced many of the songs on the uh, Beirut Hotel soundtrack. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we are going right to Darin Hamze's uh, Lush vocals, uh, her version of Ya Zahratan Fi Khayali, and that will transpose us and transport us to different parts of the Arabic world right here on the Arabology show coming to you from KZSU Stanford 90.1 FM. Now relax and listen to Darin Hamze.
That that was a song called Watan al and that was by a singer named Maryam. Uh, not sure if you've heard uh, of her. I believe her full name is Maryam Saleh, but the album uh, that she released called Mish Baghani is actually released under only one name, Maryam. And uh, boy, she has a really, really good voice. I know you've heard me play uh, some of her songs uh, on previous Arabology shows here, like the song uh, Islahat. Well, that was by Miriam as well. But uh, anyway, the, uh, her new album, Mish Baghani, is uh, sort of a, uh, a gem in terms of experimental Arabic music. So if you liked it, please check out her album, Mish Baghani. And uh, again, her name is Miriam, spelled M-A-R-Y-A-M. And uh, before Miriam, we heard a, well, a track by the Jadid Ensemble called Sai of the Moor. And that one was taken from uh, an album called The Rough Guide to the Undiscovered World. The Rough Guide to the Undiscovered World. And the song, of course, was uh, by uh, Jadid Ensemble. Before that, we heard, well, what may have sounded like Um Kulthum to some... And which may have sounded like an Um Kulthum ripoff to others. I prefer to think of it as a beautiful tribute to the one and only Um Kulthum. Of course, she is the grand dame of Arabic music. She passed away in 1975, leaving behind a large repertoire of amazing, amazing songs. Now, the song you heard uh, was not by Um Kulthum. It was by a uh, French uh, female singer. Her name is Sa. Safo, spelled S-A-P-H-O, and uh, Safo, who's originally from Morocco, her real name is Danielle Ebgoy, uh, emigrated to France when she was 16, and by 18, she was living on her own in Paris and taking acting lessons, playing guitar, and singing on the streets of France. A short time later, a musician friend convinced her to audition for uh, the famed music music school Le Petit Conservatoire de Mireille and uh, that kind of launched Safo's career but although she made it big in France she continued to be in touch with her Moroccan roots and uh, her songs have always included sort of a Middle Eastern or Arabic flavor Uh, she of course herself was born to Jewish parents in Marrakesh so how nice is it or to see a singer bring all kinds of identities into one in 1985 Safo released uh, Passion, Passon, which uh, saw her leaving the rock sound of her previous albums to embrace the Middle Eastern sounds that she had grown up with. And that led to a, a series of popular concerts in which she could, uh, performed uh, Um Kulthum's song. And that brings us back to the song that you heard, and that is Um Kulthum's Al-Atlal. Now, you may have thought, well, did I, we just hear... Um, Al-Atlal. Al-Atlal is actually what to, to record Al-Atlal. It's an hour-long song. 
That's one track, yes. One track, one hour. And Safo does it. The song's been released uh, in four parts, and we heard part three of Alatlal. Or you could also check out the original by Umkurthum Alatlal, and that would be, of course, available anywhere. It's a very long song, and it's an Umkurthum classic. So hopefully you've enjoyed Safo's version of Alatlal, and we began the set. This set with Darin Hamze and the song Ya Zahratan Fi Khayali. And that was, uh, of course, uh, t- um, uh, taken from the Beirut Hotel soundtrack. Ladies and gentlemen, it is uh, quarter to eight p.m. here at KZSU Stanford 90.1 FM. And I wanted to let everybody know that the 2012 ICA Summer Film Festival, Feast to Famine, Global Politics of Food and Water, continues uh, tomorrow, Wednesday, August 1st at 7 p.m. in Building 200, Room 2 at Stanford. And uh, this week, uh, they feature the documentary For the Best and For the Onion. Uh, That documentary examines the rhythms of life in Galmi, uh, Niger, where the prized Galmi onion is grown. It reveals how variations in uh, market price and harvest can affect everyone's life there. Admission is free, and for more information, please call 650-723-0295. What's the best way to reduce mortality and suffering from cancer? Detect it early. You're invited to join other Bay Area cycling enthusiasts on September 29th, for the Canary Challenge, ride through the foothills of Silicon Valley and over to the coast for a day of fun while ensuring that 100% of the money raised goes to the Stanford Cancer Institute. Ride distances range from 50K to a full 100-mile century. Registration is now open, and for more information, please visit canarychallenge.com. That's canarychallenge.com. Okay, my name is DJ Ramsey. The show is Arabology, and uh, in this show, I attempt to take you all over the Arabic-speaking world by showing you sort of an alternative side to things and an alternative side to Arabic music. We therefore attempt to always uh, uh, to always bring you uh, music that isn't necessarily getting a lot of airplay in the native country or in the uh, country of the artists' uh, upgrade bringing and so uh, hopefully you've enjoyed uh, the kind of experimental alternative music we've been uh, bringing to you here on the Arabology show Uh, let's uh, continue with uh, Yasmin Hamdan, yes we've played her before but her new album is so amazing that I'm going to play her again here she is with a song called La Mouche and it's taken from the, her al- self-titled album. And uh, let that beautiful song take us on the next leg of our journey. That's going to take us till 8 p.m., of course. Time for uh, the uh, one and only Gary and the Music Treasury. Gary will be with you from 
8 p.m. until 10 p.m. this Tuesday and every Tuesday. So make sure you tune in. Musical portraits of historic personalities and their repertory, especially those neglected or infrequently programmed works from classical music in all genres, ladies and gentlemen. That's Gary and the Music Treasury coming to you from 8 p.m. until 10 p.m. following my show right here on KZSU Stanford 90.1 FM. Okay, I've spoken enough, and here is uh, Yasmin Hamdan and La Mosh. لا مش أنا اللي بكي ولا أنا اللي شكي لو جر علي هواك ومش أنا اللي جري وأقول عشان خطري ولا لي حق معك تبقى أنت هاجرني وأنت اللي ظالمني فكرني حترجاك أنا قلتها
ليش ما عم تصدقي ما ضل حكي تاني عندي زمك على جنبك يا خسارة حني علي حني لامت انا فكرك مستني العمر ما هو حد ما بتني تسلم لمشاعرك شو حجارة ايوه كل شي تمام يا حلاوة آه شو اللي تمام So that was a track by the Jordanian group Jadal, and it was called Ed uh, Darawish. And that means I've got about five minutes left for my show, Arabology here. Hope you'll all stay tuned at 8 p.m. for uh, Gary and uh, the Music Treasury. Gary will be with you from 8 p.m. until uh, 10 p.m. Uh, today. Uh, so uh, the last track I'm going to end with today is a special remix uh, for a Mashrua Layla song called Wajih or Wajih. 
and the special remix I was able to obtain, ladies and gentlemen, this week is actually by a uh, an amazing uh, guy. His name is the Mighty Rouge. His real name is Ian Ackerman, and he's a Dubai-based DJ and journalist who is part of the Deep Crates Cartel, a collective of vinyl lovers and turntablists. So he has taken the uh, song by Masrur Layla Wajah or Waji, and he has remixed it into this amazing remix that's going to take us to the end of the show. Thank you for joining me today. Stay tuned for Gary and the Music Treasury at 8. And here is the remix of Waji by the Lebanese group, Masrur Layla. This is DJ Ramsey signing off on KZSU Stanford 90.1 FM.
الا حالي مش شايف حدا غيري مش شايف الا زباله